You're listening to Rock Out With, hosted by me, Danny Faye. Okay, so if you just want to introduce yourselves. Oh, ladies first, please. <laughs> well, my name is Stephanie Roy. I'm originally from Rogersville, New Brunswick, but I currently reside and I'm based in Moncton, New Brunswick, Canada. And I am the vocalist, occasional songwriter, and the piano player for Echo. So that's me. <laughs> All right, Marcus. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, Marcus Blom, based in, uh, born and raised here in Moncton, New Brunswick. Um, guitar player and new songwriting contributor. Uh, I'm, I'm the newest, the newest member of the band. So, yeah, he's the newest uh, stakeholder. In the, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the newest uh, twenty. What is it? Sixteen? Seventeen percent? So, whatever it is yeah i forget whatever. the breakdown yeah whatever it is yeah. <laughs> i never did sign the contract so we'll i never sent it i never i never i never, I, I was thinking about it the other day i never sent over the uh the band agreement yeah. to you so, so, I gotta so right now that. i guess it's pro bono pro bono work no, no 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 um my name is alon mccall uh i am the drummer uh i won't say primary songwriter but i am a songwriter um uh, for Echo Seven, um, and I also do the recording um, and and various other things. But uh, but yeah, uh, that that's who I am, and that's my role. Uh, I wear many hats. Let's just say that. <laughs> and who is um, who's missing? Just so everybody knows. Uh, Justin Laracy, uh He is uh, the second guitar player um, in the band. Uh, the one of the original founders and members of the band, um, and Bobby Hope, who is our uh, bass player. Um, he also is a new addition along with Marcus. They've been involved for about two months now. Yeah. It's about two months now. Um, so they are the newest additions uh, to, to, our, uh, to our happy family. So um, obviously you've said new additions. When did you form? Like when did you all meet? Uh, I tell the story good, but I think Steph has a very nice, concise <laughs> monologue down so i'll let steph take that one i think it's because i know less of like the detail details so i just tell like the story as it is but essentially in 2016 alon and justin had the idea of forming a band and they pretty much toyed around with it until 2018 uh a friend of mine a mutual friend of alon's and i introduced each other introduced us through uh recording a song and through that, we decided to form a band. So we recruited Justin again, and we found a secondary guitarist and a bass player, and went from there from 2018. From 2018 forward, we started to like take it more seriously and to really like put effort into it. But then COVID happened, <laughs> and we lost a few members along the way. Uh, some, some uh, through very like. Well, most of them through, through very mutual agreements, like things happen and life happens and people moved on from the group and our current lineup is the lineup that we have now and it's it's going pretty good and I like it, I like it the way it is right now. Yeah, it's a very good unit. I agree. I agree. I agree with that. And you, you played a show yeah, that's, uh, very recently, didn't you? Yes, we did. We did. Um, there was uh, for a Suicide Awareness Day. 
um, which I believe is a worldwide event. Uh, there was a local event here. Um, and we were fortunate enough to have the opportunity to perform uh, acoustically, which was really nice. Um, and uh, it, it was our first gig in this unit. The first gig since COVID. The first gig ever for the band, quite honestly. I hate to say that. I try to be the PR guy and spin it and just say it's the first gig after COVID. And Steph comes along and she's like, no, this is our very first gig ever. So, yeah, but it is. It, has, it's our, it was our first gig ever, our first acoustic gig and the first gig with this lineup. And uh, it was very well received. It went really well. And um, it, it definitely, I know for me, it definitely shot my confidence level up in the group, in the band and the songs like a million percent. So. Um, we're very, we're very excited for it. It went really well. Our next show, um, that we have coming up is, uh, October 30th. It will be a, uh, Halloween costume themed show here locally. Um, and we're playing with uh, two other bands and, uh, yes, that should be really good. And that'll be a full electric show. So we'll really get to, uh, to get noisy and get loud, which would be nice. I get to get away from the piano and stand up and sing and enjoy myself. <laughs> Not that I don't enjoy myself on the piano, but you know, there's more freedom when you're just holding the microphone and doing your yeah. thing. You can run around a lot more, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> will you be uh, will you be dressing up for it then yourselves? Some of us will, some of us won't. <laughs> I will not. I will not. I'm I'm gonna go as a lawn. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll grab the guitar at one point and I'll uh, yeah. I'll stand up there and I'll put on a wig and uh, yeah, that's that's what I'll do. Yeah, I I will not be dressing up. I will. Uh, I never have dressed up for for Halloween except when I was like a wee child when the parents and school dictated I had to. Um, <laughs> but I think in my adult life, I don't believe I've ever thrown on a costume. Actually, you know that's not true because I think when my son was younger, I believe I may have thrown on a cape or something and took him trick-or-treating at some point so but that was again for a purpose but for me solo i'm not going to dress up i, I would look silly and uh and i can't drum and the thing is see these other guys see drummers are different right guitar players can get dressed up lead singers absolutely can get dressed up i move around too much i can't be hampered by a costume and cheap polyester and i can't that, that can't happen so i gotta i gotta be free to, to do my thing. Oh, uh, so other than that, that one, have you got any other shows planned for the rest of the year? Yes, we do. We have uh, another show on November 26th um, that we're doing here again in a local venue with uh, two other bands, uh, Winter's Howl and Shades of Sorrow. Oh, wait, I can't say that. Um, <laughs> They have a clause, <laughs> some some booking clause. Anyway, there's a special guest <laughs> and uh, and Winter's Howl from St. John we playing. Um, and then we have another show uh, following that, which will be December 4th. Um, that will be uh, at the Hollywood Star Room uh, in Fredericton, New Brunswick. Um, so it's going pretty good. It, it's, it's kind of interesting. We went from like zero shows to like all the shows. <laughs> in like two weeks time um so it, it's nice that all our hard work is clicking and paying off and and so uh so yeah so we've got like three more shows lined up for the rest of the year um and next year hoping really to uh attack the festival circuit pretty hard um 
and and do that right so so it's the train is moving which is nice is there a particular festival that you want to play on well what's stuff obviously <laughs> 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 i went the big yeah with the big to do um locally you know i'm not even that familiar with local festivals to be quite honest they they change every couple of years maybe the other guys know of festivals that they uh that have gone on for a while but i'm just trying to get in where there's a stage and will they let us play um so whether it's like a fall fun festival or whether it's like you know even a kid's birthday party if it's big enough with a, with a stage <laughs> And they're paying us, I think we'd play. Um, but yeah, I don't know if Steph or Marcus know any festival, but me, I literally it's whatever will let us in. Um, honestly, I don't know of many festivals. Yeah. Um, uh, if we're talking anywhere in the world, I mean, I would definitely love to hit the Vakken Festival uh, if we ever get, you know, the opportunity to play there um, just because of, you know, the amount of bands and a lot of them, you know, are, are you know, bands that I grew up listening to and, and things like that, some of the newer acts. So if it would, if I had to pick one, it would be the the Wacken Festival in Germany, which would be awesome. I think that's that's cool because the one I pick is also in Germany, so we can <laughs> we can do a two for one. Yeah, but, there you uh, go. Yeah, one of the coolest festivals I've ever seen is a uh, Maraluna in Germany, and a lot of uh, symphonic metal groups and type of metal like that gather, and it's a big festival with markets and open spaces, and people can camp out there and stuff. It's something. It is an amazing festival. <laughs> I want to go so badly. <laughs> what's the um like um what's the music scene like where you are? Because obviously over here it's very tight knitted. Everybody kind of knows everybody. Is that very set the same where you are? Oh uh, wow! I'll let the other two answer that first. I'm a very jaded individual when it comes to the <laughs> local music scene, so I'm going to save my opinion still last. But these two individuals have been in it as well for many years, so I'll let them uh, speak on that. Stephanie, go ahead. Ladies we'll leave, leave the floor to you. <laughs> Ladies first. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, my past comes from folk music, and I'm a solo folk musician uh, originally. So I've noticed a lot in the, in the folk music industry anyways, that a lot of the time it's kind of the same people who get the same opportunities. So as hard as you try, you may not get offered a gig or get offered a spot because they tend to focus on the same individuals all the time. And I think that that carries on in a lot of other genres as well. But it is possible to, to get a show. And as you mentioned, the tight-knit effect it's also very similar that a lot of, if you're in a genre of music, you tend to know pretty much everyone in that genre of music because you've met somewhere, you've met at a show, you've met at a festival, you've met, so you've gotten to know pretty much everyone in the in the community that way. So it has its positives and it has its negatives, I'd say. Yeah, but yeah, the the scene the scene here overall in 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 Moncton where we are, um, yeah, I mean it's. You know, it's, it's, I would say close to it. I mean, everybody's aware, at least of everybody. I mean, people may not, you know, we may not hang out or anything like that, but we're definitely aware of the other players and, and the other bands that are in town and, and things like that. And I mean, overall, I mean, my experience, because I also play in a, in a cover band and everything as well. 
So, you know, you get to meet a lot of, you know, a lot of the other guys from and, and girls from the other bands come out and check us out. And, you know, same with us. We'll go check them out and things like that. And, you know, at least, you know, you get to develop the contacts and, and you know, see what the other acts are doing. And, you know, it might it potentially may open up some some doors for you as well. Like, you know, if you're trying to get into a certain club or, you know, you hear of a particular festival or a particular event coming on, then it's like, oh, hey, who do I need to reach out to to, to get into there? So, I mean, it's fairly close-knit. I mean, I wouldn't say that the Moncton scene is necessarily competitive, um, but, you know, it does seem to be that there's, you know, a few, a few artists and a few bands that do get the majority of the shows, but rightfully so. They've done the legwork to get them. You know, they're accomplished musicians, uh, and, you know, they're, they're very well-known, and they usually, you know, get a fairly good following into a bar or into a venue, um, you know, so, you know, I, I don't blame the owners and stuff, you know, to booking those, those individuals and those acts at all. Um, but <clears throat> it is, it is close in the sense that yes, everybody is aware and knows pretty much any, everybody. And if they don't, then you definitely know somebody who does. Right. So it, it's, it's pretty close knit in, in that sense. I would agree with with both of them. I <laughs> I here's you know I I am learning to be more like my my fellow uh, bandmates and and uh, and and just you know look at it as you know a networking opportunity and and just kind of take it for what it is. And I mean I've been in the scene for probably as long as both of these individuals. Um, they you know we we we've we've all probably played with the same people and and the same venues we've seen come and go. Um, so, I mean, like it is, there is a community there. I do feel it was a bit better in the early two thousands than it is now. Um, venues were more pot, were more plentiful and, and the scene I, I felt was a lot more robust, but, um, but yeah, definitely. I think now, I think the good thing now is that if you are a band now and you're the one left standing, you are serious about your craft. Right. So, I mean, because it is a bit harder now, if you're putting the legwork in and you're out there and like even this situation, like for us to have formed this project and, and have attracted the people that we've attracted to it, um, you know, I think says a lot that, you know, we all want to do this and we're all musicians at heart. And and uh, so if we're willing to put, you know, up with the nonsense and get out there and do this and bear our souls on a regular basis, then um and whoever else is out there that we meet is clearly on the same path. So, so, uh, so that's good. So, so yeah, I definitely agree with, with, uh, with both Marcus and Steph on that. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not bad here, but, uh, I would love to see it go back to, uh, it's, it's pinnacle. Um, I would love to see more venues. I would love to see, you know, you know, many more bands kind of up and coming and, and, uh, and, uh, so I hope for a day when that will come and, and hopefully we can be trailblazers of that and, and, and make that happen. Yeah. There we go. Hey. Hey, what's <laughs> up? <laughs> I always have trouble with this Zoom for some reason. I don't know. It doesn't like me or something. I don't know. <laughs> Zoom, is, Zoom is unique, <laughs> but it works. Yeah. Um, okay. So, obviously, we've been joined as well now. <laughs> as you said, they would join halfway through. <laughs> Um, yours, the single you released, um, I Am The Tree. Yes, that is, uh, I will let Steph lead this one off because it is Stephanie's song. She wrote this. Um, this is her baby, so I will let her lead, lead off on telling us about this song. But yeah, uh, I Am The Tree. Uh, that is, uh, I want to say, our third 
our third written song, so our first official song, or first, our third official song. <laughs> but um, it's a song that uh, Justin had the idea on guitar, and when Alon heard it, he didn't like it. <laughs> and he had no ideas, like absolutely no ideas of what to write to it. But I'm like, I, I kind of dig this. I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. So I gave it a shot, and I came up with the lyric, and that's, that's what it is. It's partially, uh, we have uh, in our intro that our music is inspired by K-pop, and this song is why, because the lyrics were partially inspired by a very old K-pop rap, but that's a, that's a whole other story. But uh, the song is essentially about um, not being a fragile flower and instead being a strong-rooted tree and not letting yourself like be taken by the weather because trees survive through winter, through all the seasons and stuff like that, and to like be strong, be the tree. <laughs> How was it um, being perceived so far? Have you ha had like feedback on it? Uh, it's been really awesome. Uh, this is the second incarnation. No, yes, the second incarnation of this song. Um, and, uh, each time that we've like, so is this is the first official release, um, on the label that we signed to curtain call records. So this was our first official indie label release and we had released it previously independently. Um, everyone loves the song. They, 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 they love the opening riff. They love her lyrics. Um, it's been nothing but really good feedback for the the song there's something about it that that people just really like and gravitate to they they feel it's got like you know like an 80s kind of like you know the rock flair to it and then she's got her vocals and they're not literal so everyone loves them um it's great and it's funny because steph when she wrote the lyrics she was like are you sure you like this a lot i'm like yes of course i do i listen i i got nothing so i had so many doubts about that so <laughs> if you've got something, let's run with it because I, I I'm drawing a blank here. Um, mm. So no, it it worked it it worked really well, and it was it was so well received on the independent release that it was the natural choice when it came to uh, the label, um, and uh, it just made sense. And and it really it it's gone over really well. Everyone seems to really enjoy it, um, and, and I think people really resonate with the message. Um, and, and with the lyrics, which is really cool. So, um, so it's been received so well that we're. I'm a little hesitant about the next single. I hope it does as good because I wrote that one. So now it's gonna be. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. So like, we've got like so we get like the radio report. So like you see like every week there's like the increase in like spins for for I am the tree. So now subconsciously I'm like, oh damn! Like, what if we don't get that with my song now right then the band has like physical proof to show who, who should be writing the songs oh, no. <laughs> so so yeah so um but we've uh we have uh begun to to collaborate a lot more in yeah. songs um we're writing a news track um right now like like very like not now but we are writing new music and um and we're collaborating we're on that <laughs> yeah yeah so like we're writing the i wrote the i wrote uh, a verse and, and a hook today and and but steph had wrote some lyrics prior when she heard the riff at first was like we'll send them over and i'll work them in um and quite frankly it's really nice to be able to refer to someone else for lyrics it it's a lot of work writing whole songs right like it's it because the first verse is always the bang verse right that's always the verse right that that is always the, the 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 best verse of a song 
And the second verse is always the weaker verse. That's why it's usually shorter, right? Because you just can't make it as good as the first. So mm -hmm. if I could take my best first verse and Steph's best first verse, well, in that case, then we can't lose, right? So that's my mindset. So I'm, I, I'm very, very glad that she is confident in getting more confident in her songwriting because um, I will take all the help I can get um, so we can continue to pump out material and not wait for me to, <laughs> to write everything. Um, the only thing she needs is like an award for this I am the tree and then I'm, I'm done. Like I... <laughs> <laughs> Then I'm toast. I'll, I'll never. Uh, I'll never. Oh, that that just means you know she set the bar at a certain level, and you just got to now try to surpass it. That's yeah. All. But then I don't want to be like that cranky, like fucking, like musician, like <laughs> for like, my old age. Like I'm trying to still, you know, like yeah. I mean, you know, like the like the dude in the uh, in Amadeus, right? He's like he spends entire life trying to be as good as Mozart. Yeah. right and, and he's like going crazy and writing music everywhere and and you know i don't want to be that guy you know because i don't want to be mozart <laughs> <laughs> i you know what it's funny you say that because that's it's one of my favorite movies and i for a while in my youth thought how awesome would it be to have that kind of talent i mean you'd burn out at 25 right you burn <laughs> yeah. out quickly but i mean to hear that kind of complexity in your head and to be able to like write it out and just like dictate what it is just on the fly b sharp a flat space like that i would love to be able to like i would love to be able to do that and i can't i have to like hum and like dot 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 i have to like make up these weird sounds for people to know what i'm talking about it would just be <laughs> cool to be like yes b flat a sharp d rest this time signature blah 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 and just you know what i mean like that would just be amazing but obviously there's a trade-off right so um, but yeah, enough. Uh, I'll stop talking. <laughs> um, so how would you describe your music to someone who's never, ever heard of you? Marcus, why don't you, you're the new, you're the newest, uh, member here. You were following us for a bit before you decided to reach out. So what do you think? What, what would you You've heard of? Well, uh, it's, yeah, I guess it's a blend of, of different styles. I mean, yes, it's in the rock, you know, quote-unquote rock genre hard rock genre uh but i mean there's many different elements i mean myself you know i'm i'm you know i'm, I'm a 80s uh grew up listening to 80s music and, and things like that of course i'm the oldest one in the band right and uh so for me you know like i, I hear elements of you know the maiden and the old aussie and and things like that uh, but there's also newer elements like with the new track that's coming out uh very soon i mean there's some i don't really want to call them you know hip-hop elements but you know alon brought in some you know dub what's it even called alon i don't even know what it's called but he did <laughs> right and things like that just yeah, some but, loops and a little bit of you know a little bit yeah of and but i mean there's also some you know thrash elements to some of the songs as well there's you know some some rock some you know it 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 we're kind of bringing all of our influences that we have in. I mean, Justin is, is more of, you know, the, the thrash guy and, and, you know, the metal guy. I mean, myself, I listen to that as well, but for me, my influences are more, like I mentioned, you know, Maiden, Old Aussie, Queensryche, you know, th those types of bands, Dream Theater. Uh, Justin as well, he's into, you know, Dream Theater, Trivium, those types of things. And I mean, when, when I, first heard the music it it just brought back 
like there's a lot of different elements from a lot of different genres. So we're just, and now that, you know, I'm getting involved in the writing process as well, it brings a different element in, you know, from what they had before. So we're, we're trying to marry all those different styles and different types of ideas and hopefully create somewhat of a unique sound uh, with, with what they have. And, and that's what I found that they had. It was, it was a unique, a unique sound in the sense that it wasn't, you know, what, you know, the Trivium uh, type clone bands are, were doing or just another Maiden clone or another Dream Theater type clone or things like that. It, where it's grabbing elements from all over, it actually creates its own little unique type sound, right? But again, if there was a label, it'd be like hard rock, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah pretty much, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, because every, everyone has to label things, right? So <laughs> <laughs> throw, you, throw you in a bucket in the corner and here, here's what you are, right? So, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. If you're in a record shop, you'd be under the hard rock. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Or, or, or in the back corner in the obscure... Just kidding. Yeah, just kidding. Yeah, just kidding. Yeah, where's Echo Seven? All the way. I think there's some <laughs> in the bushel bin. All the yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Let me check like the system. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, since uh, I mean, like, the alternative label has been shot. I mean, I don't even know what an alternative music is anymore. Like when I was growing up, it was clearly grunge, wow. and, you know, and 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 like your 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 uh, your industrial type, you know stuff and now it's now it's mumford and sons i don't know i have no idea what it is anymore so we're not alternative um so yeah we're definitely a hard rock and i didn't know i actually i didn't know that mumford and sons was a, a a band from europe i thought they were american i didn't know that i only found that out like the other night i, I didn't, i'm just vaguely familiar with them <laughs> yeah i i so it's side note i just found that out last night um don't know why i mentioned that i just found that so. <laughs> You tend to find that a lot of the um, European British bands put on American accents when they're singing. So. And very well too. Because <laughs> I had no idea. I thought the boy was from the South. I really had no idea that, that they were not American. So I, I mean, they sure took over the US charts for a good chunk of time. Um, so more power to them. And uh, oh, and side note, if I, I don't know if anyone is a fan of ZZ Top, if you're not, I recommend the documentary that is on Netflix right now. Um, I was not a fan. I actually like them now. I knew <laughs> nothing about them. And it was a very informative, straight to the point documentary. Um, and I got to say, I don't disdain, I don't disdain them anymore. Like I, I used had, I had like a real, not hatred, but I didn't like them. Mm. You know what? If they came to town, I got to say, I probably would, you know, I probably stop by and see them. So, uh, so yeah, anyway, just side note, good documentary, check it out. It's easy talk. Yeah. Um, it's okay. So a question that someone else asked me to ask you actually was why is there an underscore at the beginning of the band name? Ah, uh, that's, that's the nerdy side of me. Um, it's, it's, an, it's an O to the old DOS prompt. So it's kind of a thing where I'm like, uh, it, uh, let's see, I'm like a Star Trek, the next generation fan matrix x-files type of guy right i'm a sci-fi guy um and so anyway of course in in all your sci-fi movies at least the old 80s ones is always like the terminals are always like these old terminals with the dos and the green and, and so anyway i thought it would be kind of cool just to put that underscore in front as if echo 7 was a dos command as if it was an action 
so that's what the underscore is for it's just <laughs> something to make it different and interesting and and i like the way that it flows with everything and uh and it gives me a reason to tell people hey you forgot something in our name like that's not how our name goes it's <laughs> and, and, to... yeah and and the omulot thing was done so much in the 80s i mean you know that's kind of a you know that, that, <laughs> that's gone we can't put dots over any of the the vowels anymore right so, yeah so we gotta do know. something new so we're starting to do something new yeah new trend starting, that's right we're starting the underscore trend is what we're starting now so you know like like for a while every band was the something right so the flowers the dual you know the the carpets whatever they were so yeah so we are starting an underscore um a trend and and uh, we'll see how that goes but but that's the reason why it was just a personal thing that i thought looked kind of cool and and uh and yeah that, that's it uh, I just wanted to make sure that I had it right and that it was actually part of the name. <laughs> yes, yes, and thank you for asking because most people just assume it's not and they negate it and they don't bother to put it at all. And so I I have to draw a line in the sand. I don't know whether I need to start correcting people more or just say no, leave it alone because some people also don't realize for whatever reason that the name is all in caps for a reason. They want to write the word out as if it's proper gra grammar so they want to put the capital letter in front and the small letters and then separate the two words no it is capital letters and all one word with an underscore in front um so yeah like i i we've been letting things slide but i think we're, we're, we'll get to a point where <laughs> we'll we'll start you know um, it's, it's trademarked and copyrighted so i mean we do have a legal right to say that but but you have it correct you are you are correct Okay, and I'm right. So Zoom is just telling me we're running out of time because it always does. So I have one last question. If you could rock out with anybody, dead or alive, who would it be? You go first. first have <laughs> oh okay, all right. Marcus, you go first. Uh, for me, hands down, it would be Randy Rhodes. He's my all time favorite. Uh, you know, he's he's my guitar hero. He's who got me into playing lead guitar and, and everything else. And unfortunately, he was taken away way too soon. So for me, that that would be my go-to guy for sure. Uh, I would love to play drums with Mick Fleetwood sometime, just because I, I think he just has such style and grace to his playing, and um, and you know just. The, the knowledge I'm sure that I could gain as a drummer. Uh, he's not flashy, but he is reliable and consistent. And I admire that about him a lot. And anyone who could drum a 4-4 high as a kite in the 70, 60s and 70s, I mean, come on. Like, he was sweating his ass off, but still, one, two, three, four. I was like, oh, my goodness, this man's amazing. Um, so, so there's no excuse why I can't, right? So, but, yeah, I, I would love to meet him and, and, you know, and chop it up with him and, and uh and and get some pointers from him for sure i would say phil collins but i hear he's not the nicest guy so but um but he would be like second on my list there yeah. for me it's it's actually a difficult choice because a lot of like my favorite vocal vocalists are in the folk domain but if i had to like pick something more to our style i definitely pick the group rush because i i find that uh i i love how off off tempo they tend to be i like how experimental they tend to be i like the vocals i like the drumming i like the guitar style i like the bass a lot i like everything about rush so i feel i have a lot to learn from them and they're they're just they're just great <laughs> 
And then yeah, if you just, yeah. Yeah, if you, if you just want to shout out your uh, social media links as well. Oh, yeah, sure. So uh, echo7band.com is the official website there. You can find all our music, our merch. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at underscore echo7. Um, the underscore is very important. Um, <laughs> we're more on Instagram than any place else and Facebook, Twitter. We are on Twitter, but, you know, Twitter's strange. I, I don't know how to work Twitter properly, but but Instagram is un at underscore echo7. And like I said, the website um, echo7band.com we have merch available we're on all digital platforms for our music um the next single will be entitled every everything we're currently shooting the video we shot some scenes this weekend i ran everyone all over town um thank you guys publicly for putting up with me um we're waiting on a second location to finish shooting um and hopefully the video will be done by the end of the month and i believe the label wants the song out at the end of october um, so that will be the follow-up single. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you can find us, uh, at underscore echo seven is, is our, uh, is our name. Yes. <laughs> Making sure that underscore is there. <laughs> yes, yes, please, please. Yes. Okay. Well, um, brilliant. So unless you guys have anything else you want to say. Uh, just thank you. <laughs> appreciate the opportunity thanks for for taking the time out glad we got the times right because i know there was a a bit of back and forth between what time zones we were in and doing the math and uh, so you I sent over the email and then <laughs> steph said well it's one time and marcus is like no it's not it's actually the <laughs> other way so we're lucky we're yeah. all here <clears throat> google is your friend when it comes time to figure out uh universal yeah. yeah the math made my head hurt and then turns out that i've actually got a friend that lives out where you are so i could have just asked them <laughs> yeah, see? there you go right yeah. so yeah we we did get it right though which is cool yes but that's good. But yeah thank you so much we appreciate it and uh, cool. so thank you for coming on guys awesome thank you so much Thanks for having us we'll we appreciate you. it see you later take care all right bye, bye